Hello and welcome to the Zeno Podcast, where we talk about how we shape stories and how they shape us. Today we've got Dylan Petrovich. Did I say that right? Petrovich. Petrovich. Nice. Dylan Petrovich goes by Petro. He is an ICS major. And what does that stand for? Uh, Intercultural Studies. Intercultural Studies. And you've brought some research that you've been doing over the course of the semester about ethnography. Yep. So what is ethnography, just to get started? Um, basic terms, ethnography is just the study of a group of people, uh, in-depth study. Okay. How did you get interested in that? Like, uh, I love learning uh, to begin with, but I love learning about people specifically. That's why I chose this major. Culture is so fascinating, and uh, um, it's really, you can't understand a culture if you don't dive deep into it, and that's why ethnography has been so fun, because really challenges us to dive deep into culture by assimilating into that culture. And the ethnography or the ethnographic, I guess, project that you took on had to do with certain video games. Yeah, online gamers is the, is, are the, the community that I am studying and specifically their area of, you know, who they are. Their community is online games. Okay. So, are, were you interested in video games before this? Yeah, or? I mean, I've always been a casual gamer. Like, definitely in the, the language of gamers, I'm not the most intense gamer in the world, mm-hmm. but uh, I do dabble a little more than <laughs> just like normal, you know, gamers <laughs> would. Um, but uh, this has required me to play more and kind of just analyze more uh, when I play. But yeah, I would consider myself um, kind of a seasoned veteran. <laughs> And so which video games did you study? Um, so I play a lot of them, but the specific ones that I'm studying right now are Tom Clancy's The Division and then the popular Fortnite and PUBG. Okay, so I know nothing about video games. So brief synopsis of like maybe the Tom Clancy's one. Okay, so brief synopsis is basically it's, uh, it's a first-person shooter. Okay. Um, and then it's based on a looting game. It's a looting game where mm-hmm. you, you know, do things to get better equipment, um, better armor, better weapons so that you become better, you know, stronger, you know, defend yourself more, be able to have stronger firepower. Okay. It's just a basic looting game. I mean, it's a very basic aspect. So can you ever, like, win the game, I guess? like Well, with, like, with online gaming, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, winning is an interesting term. That's one thing that is, winning is very subjective in the sense of uh, you can win at certain moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but online gaming, where it makes its money, where it's successful is the ongoing, there is no end. So really, no, you, you don't ever win, but you get to a point where you... Um, are better than most or are the best if there is such a point so just to clarify you can win rounds but you can't like yeah it's like like it's like it's a never-ending war that you can win battles but (laughs) the war will never end (laughs) sounds exhausting you can just get really good at it (laughs) sweet yeah okay so that's like and fortnite's kind of the same idea or yeah so fortnite's a little bit different fortnite and PUBG, they're more of a battle royale games where uh a hundred players drop in on a map and it's the last one standing win so that game is a little more you win Mm -hmm. but uh it it gets more complicated now it's like well how did you win how many kills did you get um how many wins do you have that determines how good you are so it's 
there's a little more aspect to uh, you just won. Well, you could hide in a bush till there's one guy left and then kill him. Technically, you win, yeah. but were you good at it? Yeah. I mean, some yeah. will say yes, some <laughs> will say no. Like you didn't really earn the victory. <laughs> yeah, and and that's that's what I wanted to study. I was like, what do people think? Do they think that they won? Do they think they earned that win or or what? Yeah. So before we keep going like into this what was your question that you had when you started this research so my question because i had experience with online gaming uh beforehand my question was really why is online gaming so toxic why does the community produce such such a toxicity of of meritocracy you know this base your your worth is based on how good you are why is it that way and why Mm -hmm. is it developed such a toxic community Okay, and so I guess overall, what did you find? So I found that uh, the reasoning for it, there's there's a couple reasons, but the main thing is uh, anonymity. Um, it, it allowed people to um, it allowed people to do what they wanted to do with no remorse and no, I guess, opposition or moral. Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, no guilt. Um, in the sense of they, uh, they treat others um, away poorly because there's really no consequence. Um, and it gives them a sense of power and, and that, that label of, well, I'm good, I can treat you however I want. Because you can't do anything about it and you don't know who I am. So, I mean, what's the point of me being nice to you? I don't know you, you don't know me, and I'm better than you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How yeah. did that work in specific video games? Differently. I was surprised. It's uh, it, there's a different aspect in every game. It's like online gaming culture is, uh, we we I thought of it as the beginning as one community, mm-hmm. but then you got within different games, it's different community. And, and even as I was playing, conducting interviews, talking to, to players of certain games, I asked them, well, what do you think about? players from this game or what do you think about <laughs> you know this style and this other game and most gamers are you know familiar with other games even if they don't play them but they always had opinions on them and they, <laughs> they were always quite contradictory towards one another what video games had the worst rep yeah or the best oh, rep that's a it's a prejudices <laughs> against them that's a tough question um i'd have to say so PUBG probably um PUBG probably had the worst rep because of some like certain factors like you could turn your game chat on to everybody so even if they weren't on your team you know you walk up behind the guy and you know that he's just like completely oblivious that you're there you can turn on your chat and mess with him uh, like Fortnite you can't do that you can only talk to your team um, so it was they've kind of like restricted that a little bit um, but still there's uh, there's different ways that in Fortnite you know you get taunting and whatnot uh, without even using your voice. <laughs> so you're not like on headsets, right? Or is yeah, we it, are. You yeah. are. Okay. Certain games, so it's like, uh, yeah, but m- most of the time we are. Yeah. So even smack talk, just like in the earpiece, like to the other player, you just like, how yeah, so do they some, interact? Yeah, so some games restrict that. So like in Fortnite, I can't talk to other players. I can only talk to my teammates. Oh, okay. But even then, it's like I'll jump in with random guys that I don't know that mm-hmm. the game just puts me in. And uh, there's conflict there already. Like really? the way that my teammates talk to me, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I play like I don't know what I'm doing and it frustrates oh, them. Okay. Sometimes I play like I'm the one in charge because I know what I'm doing. You mean like when you're doing this research? Yeah. 
Yeah, every time I play, it's now it's just research. It's just ongoing, you know. Um, That's really cool, though. Yeah, it's been fun. It's it's given me more of a reason to play, it, or I guess more of a purpose when yeah. I play. Yeah. But uh, the interaction, for the most part, it's like people have some inclination to do good, to be nice, but for the yeah. most part, it's been pretty toxic and uh, and offensive the way really? players speak to each other in the way I've been spoken to and and even I mean to be completely frank and honest thinking about it I was talking about this to my wife uh, who's very opinionated about this <laughs> research but uh, she said that um, and I've noticed that when I play these video games and I get into uh, when I get into it I'm more prone to you know use foul language yeah. or have the desire to use foul language and I can notice that myself you know stepping back going wow like there's an obvious effect here that you know these games are affecting me for the negative what did you find causes that or what's what causes that well I think uh, part of it was going back to uh, the anonymity of it um, but then also it's just like uh, I don't want to say the the violent nature of the game, but it definitely is a uh, plays a role in it. I mean, we're we're playing games here where winning, like being successful, is killing other players. Um, and I mean, you can do that and be completely like, you know, ethical and like nice and you know just doing it to have fun. But uh, I definitely think it plays a mental role in it. Yeah. And we were talking about this earlier um, before the podcast, but I play a game called StarCraft, and everybody on that community is very polite, and everybody's, like, very nice. Every time you start a game, you say, good luck, have fun to the other player, and then, like, if you're about to quit, like, you know that you've been beaten, you'll say, like, oh, good game, like, to the other person. And, like, you get, like, a really bad rep if you talk smack, like, everybody is like trying to keep it nice like if you're ever the person that's winning and you say good game to the other person before they've quit that's like a really like bad move like you don't want to do that because it will like disgrace them or whatever so i don't know it's just so interesting how like different games have different yeah, levels no, so of like, there's no honor among the games that i've been studying <laughs> i've noticed it's yeah it's pretty ruthless so when you're like a new player you're playing a new player uh -huh. there's no mercy whatsoever nah, to like help you out or try to you know, like, if they're on your team, you always start out like, okay, I, I found that some players are are more accepting, like, let's have fun, like, let's get this win together. Mm -hmm. um, I know you're new, but, like, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it together. Mm -hmm. Some are like, just follow me, do what I do. They're a little more forceful, like, don't mess up. If you mm -hmm. die, you die. I don't care. <laughs> you suck. Um, but it tends more to be that way. It's just like, okay, crap, you're new just try and you know help out and, yeah. but if you come along and what I found which has been really interesting um, finding a new player in the game uh, some players will just kill them real quick like they don't care uh, like they're just they're really there to like be the best uh, and not mess around but the most of the time it's like let's play with this kid till you know we have to kill him yeah. <laughs> which, which is interesting <laughs> yeah it's psychologically very peculiar that, uh, okay, there's a new player, let's uh, mess with them. Yeah. You know, make them seem like there's hope. <laughs> Take yeah, it away at the last not. second. What are some examples of that happening? Uh, so it's like, you know, trolling is a common. Uh, there's different ways to troll players. Um, so just to explain, what's trolling? Yeah, what is trolling? Trolling is, uh, <laughs> is a way to, like, go out of your way to mess with them. Like, yeah. 
you you go against what the game's purpose is is to you know kill everyone be the best efficiently and you know effectively and part of that is being swift at it you know Mm -hmm. doing it quickly if you if you can beat the game quick you're obviously good at it Um, but taking your time to in essence making yourself vulnerable to losing just to get a laugh out of playing with a uh, an inexperienced player whether that be just like uh, in Fortnite, it's a there's a building aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So in Fortnite, it's like trapping a player in a building with yourself <laughs> and then hitting them with uh, like a pickaxe, which Yikes. like sounds so takes, violent. It, it's, <laughs> oh, it takes terrible. like a long time to. Well, it's like a cartoon game, so it's not like the blood and gore, but um, it, it's vulnerable because he could just shoot you and kill you. But like, you know, you get four guys around a new player all hitting them with your like farming material. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's peculiar to say the yeah. least but like it you is could funny. die trying to do that yeah yeah. yeah and there's been a, like, there's, there's a risk yeah there's <laughs> there's been experiences where you do you know you know your your game per se like you messing with them you trying to troll them has backfired and you and it lose the game there is that risk always but uh most of the time which i've seen is the risk outweighs the reward have you ever been on a team where they said, "Okay, we're gonna go troll people," or oh yeah, and then you like had to go do it because you're like following suit? Oh yeah. So like, what do you do? Um, I just play along. It's like I uh, those <laughs> are those are the most important though. Those yeah. are the ones where I, I always I gotta ask why, but I can't be, like right off the bat because they'll get spooked if I do. But um, I'm always down. I always have to say, of course, like let's let's go. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, but then I always ask them why they want to do that, what uh, what drives them to do that sort of thing. What do you find? What are the, why um, do they want to kill the noobs? <laughs> you know, it's uh, a lot of it was just to, like because they could. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like well to get a laugh because it's fun, it's exciting. But more of it, more of it was just like the power that they could do it, um, and I thought that was a surprising answer. I, it's not one I was expecting, but the majority of because they could. Mm-hmm. So going back to like the violence and all the violence you saw in like Fortnite or like Tom Clancy's. So a lot of people have a lot of opinions about the violence and who should be playing these games, like younger adults, mm-hmm. spending hours and hours. Like, what did you find or what are your opinions? Hmm. <laughs> it's Just a touchy topic. Yeah, no, so. it's touchy because it's like, I mean, when I was a kid, I started playing uh, Call of Duty and Halo and I feel I feel like that's where the the debate started was, you know, back in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. video games were getting really popular, especially these online shooters. Um, my opinion is uh, it's very situational. I, I personally can sit down and play for a couple hours and, you know, leave the game and still function as a normal human yeah. being, obeying the society's norms and rules. Yeah. Um, but it does affect certain people. I think there is an age, but it, it really depends on the parenting, yeah. the parenting style. But um, to say that it doesn't affect people is, is a fallacy. It, it does affect people. So it, it, it just really depends. But people need to understand that it, it, it does affect you in yeah. some way or another. It's like even me saying that I can walk away. Well, it's like when I do walk away, it's like, I still, I mean, my language, like, I haven't always been a member of the church, so it's like, language has been a huge battle for me, yeah. um, because I was used to, you know, saying every word under the sun <laughs> with no remorse, uh, and video games kind of brings me back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because everybody else is? Yeah, definitely, and then also it's like, it, it evokes that emotion, 
it's like you know uh, of course during this study I've, I've really had to watch myself as I play but part of it has been participant observation I really have to get into it because you know ethnography only works if you're actually doing it actually trying to put your shoes in the shoes of those that you're studying um, so I've had to really try to win the game really try to do whatever we're doing and it does get heated it's like you do want to win it's human nature you know you want to be good at something you don't want to be the worst at it so uh, I have gotten intense and heated and yeah, it's been, it's been fun. So of the three games that you studied, which one do you think yielded the most interesting results or like the one that you reacted to the most? Uh, I would say Tom Clancy's division was like the most uh, interesting, the most uh, data. Um, I got the most data from that game and then PUBG was close behind and Fortnite, not as much. Um, but Tom Clancy's is more because the game revolves a lot. It's very heavy on player-to-player -player interaction. So that's where I got the most study because it's the most of players talking to each other, working together, interacting with each other. It's, uh, it was very complex and, and uh, effective for gathering data and interviews. Okay, how does the game work? And could you explain like the dark zone and stuff like that? Yeah, so the game, so it's got the story mode. You know, you do that by yourself or with friends or with random people. Um, but the main aspect where they built the game around where they were looking for their success was the area called the dark zone. Um, the game is set in New York during the winter time, um, and the dark zone's just a blocked off area. the The premise of the game is. Uh, the division is a secret organization that the government trained like CIA agents that uh, are sleeper agents in the US and are called into action when something catastrophic, you know, catastrophic, 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 there it is. <laughs> I was thinking catastrophe, but yeah, catastrophic <laughs> happens. Um, and they get called to, you know, help out. And in the game, uh, it was premise on a, a nuclear, uh, not a nuclear, um, a chemical weapon had been uh, used on New York, and New York was in a state of decay and, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, just like, um, like civil war, riots on the streets, looting, I mean, enemies arose, and, and this and that, and the, the dark zone is, is a zone where online players can go in and get the best loot get the best armor, get the best weapons, and um, it's interesting because when you step in, uh, everything is contaminated, so when you pick up loot, you have to extract it, which is you go to a certain area marked on the map, and you call a helicopter, drops a rope for a couple minutes, you put your loot on, and then it takes it away, and then it drops in your cache and is decontaminated. De well, this gives opportunity for other players to steal it, or to help you out, um, or to just kill you and do whatever they please. Um, and the, the coolest factor about the Dark Zone is when you die in the Dark Zone, you drop everything you had, and it's free for the taking. So there's a vulnerability in it, there's risks, but there's high reward, and that's, that's, why, that's why it's fun, that's why it makes it, that's why it's appealing to people. What kinds of uh, like cultures or like dynamics did that kind of create? Like those yeah, possibilities. So uh, the the cultures they didn't originally plan this, I don't think. Um, but it's you know games are updated. Online games can be updated uh, regularly, um, and it has since developed. But it's developed this culture which is called the rogue culture. Uh, basically, rogues. You know, you're all agents of the division, um, 
uh, rogues have the opportunity to, or people, players have the opportunity to go rogue and basically attack other agents and kill them and steal their stuff or just kill them for fun. So if you don't go rogue, what are you killing? Uh, uh, computer um, computer uh, NPCs, um, computer-generated players. There it is. Yeah. Okay. So, like, it's not supposed to be a PvP zone, but then if you can make it, kind of. Yeah. When he says PvP, I just learned this. It's player versus player, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And the opposite <laughs> no of that idea. is what? C CVP? Or I don't know. MVP? I can't remember. I probably MVP. should know this since I'm a gamer, but, you know. <laughs> I just learned this yesterday, so. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it wasn't intended. I think they, they definitely put it in there because they knew that it could be. But I think the primary purpose was just another zone that had more risk but higher reward. Okay. Um, but it is now they're on their like eighth update, um, and it is now developed more of the PvP. You either go in hunting rogues or you go in um, to go rogue and to survive and claim the reward from that. Honestly, the computers now in the game are just like extra walls that you have to shoot through to get to <laughs> your goal of killing another player or killing a rogue. Wow. Uh, so what was your methodology like or your plan going into it? Did you have a plan or did you just figure I'll just play and... I developed a plan as I did it. Okay. Because um, you know, I've been playing games for a while and this is a topic that I've thought about before I really started to mm -hmm. study it out. Um, but the plan developed and it really developed into I'm just going to hop on, play, and interview guys as I play. Um, a lot of the interviews I've done have just been very informal. Hey, man, can you know I'm gonna ask you some questions as we play, and 90% of the time they're always willing, mm -hmm. um, and I think that's because they feel comfortable. They're doing something that they like, that they're good at, and I'm a pretty nice guy to talk to, so yeah, they like very it. Very relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of them also have been like uh, friends that I have that play, um, mm -hmm. and those have been really good too, because. Um, they can give me more information. Uh, they've been talking to me a little more candidly because they know me. Um, and then some of them are friends that I've made, as in, like, I've never even met, but I've played with before. It's like, it's very common in gaming culture. You play with a guy that's good or you like, then you'll add him on uh, Xbox or mm -hmm. PC or um, PlayStation. You'll add him as a friend and then play with them whenever they're online. It's mm -hmm. someone familiar, you know, you've already played with before. You know how they play, you like it. Uh, and then I've been able to, you know, develop friendships and interview people that way. So that's been fun, too. What have been some trends or patterns that you've seen in your interviews? Trends or patterns in my interviews? Um, give an example. Just, uh, like, I guess, the going back to the question mm -hmm. that you are saying, talking about the toxicity and, like, the meritocracy in yeah. video games, like, what did people say to justify or to... Like the meritocracy, or to I would go say against the a lot of them. A, a common theme is like they were all very passionate about it. I didn't run into a lot of guys that were just like eh, I don't really care, or were just there casually. A lot of them were very into it and were very passionate about whichever side they took. Um, a lot of them justified it by it's just it's just a game, or that's what the game was meant for. Like the game was designed so that we could do what we want, and what we want is to you know 
go rogue and kill other players or mess with noobs. You know, it's it's <laughs> there is no rule against it, and it's what is it that if there's no rule against it, it's permissible. Uh, it's requ not required, but it's allowed. So that that was the, that was the biggest justification is because they can and because that's what it was for. Interesting. Yeah. What makes people want to go rogue or like to kill rogues? Like, do you know yeah, higher like, rewards? The yeah. Uh, it, one of it, like the the base answers, like the game rewards you for going rogue and surviving as a rogue, and then the game rewards you for killing rogues. So the base answer would be like, yeah, you get a reward for it. Uh, but the deeper answer is the the more cultural answer that I've found is it proves that you're better than somebody. That may, back to that meritocracy, you go rogue or you kill rogues to prove that you're the best and you can do it. You, you can be the best, kill the best, and you know, prove when, that you're worth it. Okay. When you go rogue, do you like get certain powers that other people don't? No. Or? No, you get marked. You actually, it's it makes it harder for you to survive. Uh, the computers will target you first, um, and uh, you'll be marked on the map uh, at all times while you're rogue, so players can easily find you. Have you gone rogue? Yeah, no, I oh had to. God. I had to with these, <laughs> yeah, with these studies. Study. Uh, for the record, I've never <laughs> chosen to go. Actually, this is, this is an interesting experience, okay? You guys like this. I think I shared this with you earlier, but um, we, uh, I, I had, you know, got on. To, to study to it's ironic you know I'm getting on to play video games with to study it's for um, research yeah that's what I tell my wife um, and the the team leader um, who the game decides um, asked what do you want to do he was asking me so he I he told me yeah these are my two friends you are fourth you're just a random what do you want to do do you want to farm which is means just like go out and you know, kill computers and get better armor and stuff and mm -hmm. just, like, play the game? Or do you want to go rogue? And he was he was asking me, who are you? Are you the type of person that just wants to play the game for fun or do you yeah. want to screw with other players and, you know, be a, a bad person? I don't know what I'm allowed to say here. Yeah. Um, that's what he was asking me in essence. And I had yeah. a real hard choice here. I had to... Uh, What's common is if I would have, I speculated, if I would have said, oh, I want to go rogue, like that means I want to kind of be a, a dirtbag and, you know, uh, <laughs> he would have probably kicked me from the team and killed me right then yeah. and there. Um, it was a test in essence and uh, I passed the test. I, um, <laughs> um, I told him that I, I just wanted to farm and he was like, cool. And then we went rogue later, which yeah. was ironic. Like, huh. uh, it happened, opportune arose and we... Uh, we went rogue. <laughs> yeah. Did he say, like, I would have killed you if you would have said rogue or something, or no? I asked him later, yeah. He was like, yeah, the last guy jumped right out and said, I want to go rogue, and we killed him. <laughs> but this was, like, an he hour after throat. we would have played. Yeah. That's funny. Because I didn't want to ask him right away, but uh, I eventually did ask him. Because I, I made a note of that right when I right when he asked me, because I was like, not a lot of people ask you what you want to do, especially when, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm the outsider, I'm the fourth being added on here and uh, they asked me what I wanted to do it was, it was strange so it's like I, can we trust you in our team you know, really that's what it was though it was like who are you as a person which was interesting because like they were testing my moral quality right there and like they didn't even know who I was and I would only play with them for an hour and then never talk to them or see them ever again so 
Well, you say like moral quality. So the people that you interviewed afterwards that went rogue, like, did they have some like moral, I don't know, deficiency or something? No. Like, did you notice like trends like with that? I would say the guys that go out there. So we went rogue later in that game because it was partly an accident, partly because you know it was just we were kind of getting bored. But the ones that specifically go on to go rogue and like to do what they do, it's like everyone knows what a rogue does. It's the purpose to go rogue. Um, I've noticed that most of the players that do it are always the ones that are more like uh, like commanding and more like all power hungry and um, yeah, the stronger personalities, to put it nicely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> I was also interested when Jackson was telling me about this podcast that we were going to mm-hmm. shoot. I was interested in the time of day. Like, was there a difference between the people that went on at midnight than like 2 p.m.? Or so this, it... Yeah, this one's been hard because, um, you know, we're in Hawaii. So yeah. the, the, the hours are yeah, weird. So I play, sometimes I'll play on the Asian server. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes on the European server, but most of the time I'm on the North American server. Um, I, you know, I yeah, it's like kids play a lot on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get, like, you can tell how old somebody is. Not the exact age, but you can, the range of, well, yeah, dude, you're yeah. in elementary school or junior high school. Interesting. Uh, by your voice. <laughs> um, and thankfully, they're playing at normal hours of the day. I always ask people where they're from. That's a, no- a normal question that people... Mm-hmm. They never feel uncomfortable. And that's like right away, like, hey, where are you from? And I just want to know where you're from. Um, and I found that, yeah, the kids are playing in normal times, which is good. But mm-hmm. uh, nothing too out of the ordinary with that. A lot of players stay up late and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't get weirder as time goes on. Like, you know, <laughs> like people evil. are 2 a.m., <laughs> like, sitting at their computer screen. I don't know. Um, you know, I've actually gotten comments, like, why I was playing so late or so early. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I haven't found much on like them playing so late or yeah. so early, but okay. a lot of people have commented like, what are you doing up so early? Well, it's, you know, I, I don't come out right and say, well, my, my study requires me to observe people <laughs> at different hours of the day. And, um, but no, it's just like, oh, I got nothing else to do or in between class and something, you know, it's yeah. an excuse to normalize what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Be out there with like a notebook, like writing down what they're saying and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Do you notice any, I mean, do you keep data on trends by like, uh, like where they're from? Um, no, no, I don't. Um, I, I've loosely observed, uh, South American players, um, and the differences that they, they're more prone to teamwork, mm-hmm. which has been interesting. Uh, beautiful thing is being able to speak Spanish. So I'm never nervous getting thrown in with guys, you know, like just like an hour ago I was playing and uh, I got popped in with a guy from Colombia and Argentina. Now they weren't friends, but they were Hispanics Mm -hmm. playing on this North American server. So they, uh, I asked them, they were accustomed with playing with Americans, uh, but never could speak to them because they didn't speak English. Um, but, uh, they definitely, every, Every Hispanic Latino that I've played with has always been a team player. They've always mm-hmm. been like, let's work together, and that's the way we're going to win. Americans have been more prone to... Uh, of course, some let's Americans are same teamwork, too, but like, <laughs> yeah. some of them are like, well, dude, I'm going to do me, and I'm good, so if you can keep up, we'll win. You know, It's, le- it's a lot less than, like, what's our strategy? It's more of that this is what I'm going to do. 
but the Hispanics are like, what's our strategy? What are we going to do? That's super so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've liked it. It's been, it's been, uh, it's uh, that's been cool to study because I, I love Hispanics and I love Latinos. So that's been interesting that it's worked its way into my, you know, online gaming study. Unfortunately, I don't speak Chinese, Korean, or Japanese, so I'm ah. missing that market. But yeah, you know, <laughs> one guy can only do so much. <laughs> yeah. That's fun that you like took your hobby and made it into something that you can learn from. Yeah, it's, like, my wife likes it a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> like, so it's, it's not for the just. Study. <laughs> yeah, it's not just yeah. you playing. That's cool. So earlier we were talking about this, and you talked about the streamers' influence on the gaming culture, oh, specifically yeah. these games. Like, what what do they do, or so how do they influence? I guess is so a streamer is somebody who plays the game and streams it online to make money it's it's their job and if you're good at it if you're good at streaming not good at the game per se but if you're good at streaming you can make some serious money like the i won't mention his name but one of the most popular streamers he's making uh over three figures close to four or five figures just playing online gaming and streaming um, and they've talked about how hard it is. It's not easy. Of course, we see them just playing, but it's much more than that. But well, how often? So you're saying like three or four figures, like how often? Like per like week of playing or like per day of playing? Um, I think it's a month. Like uh, that's I think pretty good. An like online gamer of played. Uh, he won. Um, not one. He earned. Um, I think the number was 1.1 million dollars a no. month. No. Yeah, that's, that's the most more. popular one. Oh yeah. my god! And and this is how he makes the money. This is how he makes most of the money. People just give it to him. Oh. For watching, no. it's more of like a, yeah. No, it's. It was surprising me too. I'm I, I'm a, I'm a gamer, but I don't know. I've never donated. I never will. I think it's great that they're doing that, but. Oh my gosh. But they. I mean, with that, is it they non-profit. Have... <laughs> I mean, it's all uh, donations. I'm yeah, so it's all. What's the business model of? You know, I don't know, and I, 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 that'd be an interesting to look at, because, I mean, I, it's legal, of course, but uh, what's, uh, I mean, what, how do they pay taxes on that? I'm assuming they do. I mean, it's it's their business, but, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I think that's something where it's, like, technology um, and the law and, and, you know, that aspect, entrepreneurship, hasn't probably connected yet with, uh, with that so far but uh there's a ton of them and there's only a few that have been really successful but even the ones that like aren't very good at streaming like still they make you know thousands of dollars like that's that's what they do like one of my the when i got into watching streamers this when this this culture in itself started when it got really popular um this one that i watched he had while i was watching him when i started watching him he had quit his job. So he had a job while I started watching him, and then he had quit his job because he was making enough money. Oh my. Curse my <laughs> you know. hand-eye coordination. I could be a bajillionaire. You know, but that, right that's now. the thing. So everyone, it's funny. The, the, the number one question streamers get um, is how do they get better at the game, um, whatever game they're playing? And they'll always say it's just practice. You just got to put in the hours and play, like, you know. Don't don't play to win. Play to get better. Like go die. You know, kill. Just like play to get better. Uh, and then they get asked like, you know, how how can I be a good streamer? How can I do what you do in essence? And uh, most common, it's like, well, you got to be good at the game. If you're not good, you got to have a good personality. 
uh, if you don't have a good personality or you're not good at the game, don't do it because you're not going to be successful. It's it is pretty complex. It's not like one. I I've noticed that he one guy said uh, you don't have to be good at the game. You just have to be really funny. I haven't found that to be true. They had to be really good at the game. You have <laughs> really? to watch him and go, dang, I want to be that good. It's like we don't watch professional athletes because they're average. No, we watch them because they're, <laughs> they're the funny. best at the game. You know, yeah. I do. And then personality comes into that. it. You know, yeah. Those good, great athletes that you watch, like the ones that are more memorable, they were great and they were either funny or crazy. They had their, you know, gimmick. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. I know that this one streaming channel, they're really popular, and she's really funny because she's bad at the video games, mm-hmm. so they'll watch her pretty much yeah. die or, like, mess up or whatever. So I don't know. I don't watch it, but I know that a lot of people do, so I was just wondering if, yeah. That's that another worked. thing, too, women in gaming. That one's, yeah. that one's been peculiar because girls don't have to be good at the game. There's millions of guys that will watch a girl be bad at a game just because she's a woman. Yikes. Sex sells. It's awful, but yeah. I mean, it's the truth. So, also, I saw that, like, um, I think you said blatant misogyny, or like. Well, in your in, proposal, yeah, in you your were proposal. talking about how, like, one of the questions was, Jeez, why I use that online... big of a word? <laughs> I don't know why if does... it's blatant. It's something about misogyny. You said, but... why does online gaming lead to abysmal misogyny and a rampant malice of abusive player communications? That was the exact quote, yes. Wow, dang, that was fancy. (laughs) My wife wrote that, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I remember that now. (laughs) Yeah, how did you find that? Or, like, I was just interested in that. Um, It's just the the majority. It's, of course, there's, I I can pull many examples to where I had great experiences and and, um, met some cool people and had great conversations, but the majority of it, it was just, like, people being racist, people... uh, you know, using just awful language, you know, calling other players, me, uh, awful things just because either I wasn't good at it or I was different than them at, while we were playing. Um, and that I thought was the most peculiar thing was just people, not not that they have the audacity, but they feel like they should or can do that and still be a good person I guess I mean I guess people can you know say that oh I do that but I'm not a good person like sometimes you know I think of myself poorly but um this was to an extreme level you know I don't go around using words that I have heard players use with such ease yeah so do you interact with like females a lot online or is it mostly just like it's mostly males but I have with females Mm -hmm. and those rare opportunities um, I've asked them, you know, I have certain questions that I ask when mm-hmm. the, I ask them the normal ones, but I definitely have a specific set of questions for females. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it is to, to ask them how other male players treat them. Um, and it's been really poorly, um, uh, really poor treatment, um, very sexual foul language when they know that the woman's on their team were playing. It's been, uh, yeah, and I think it just goes back to what's, you know, they're getting, they, they do it because they can, and they, there's no consequence. And yeah. Besides their own, you know, moral compass, and if they don't have a grasp on their moral compass, no one does. So. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I mean, 
you have anything else to add? No, it's it's been interesting. It'll it, online gaming's changing uh, like constantly, so it's, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I'm I'm I'll have to write reports and you know uh, come to conclusions and write something uh, uh, solid. Uh, you know, con- like I have all my data and I've started writing and I'll I'll, I'll publish my paper, but I. I know it's going to change. I know it's not going to uh, stay the same. It'll be interesting to see where it goes, if it gets better or worse. Yeah, I'm going to make a prediction, but I, I don't know yet. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. Well, keep us posted, and we'll yeah. have you on if you like discover anything new. That'd be cool. Definitely. So, yeah. yeah, definitely will. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. This was the Zeno Podcast. You can stay updated by following our Facebook and Instagram pages at Zeno Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by BYU Hawaii's Reading Writing Center. You can also find us on YouTube or iTunes or by searching Zeno Podcast. That's X-E-N-O Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at podcastzeno at gmail.com. Thanks for learning by listening.